0: to another episode of the Drunk Friend Podcast, episode 113. As always, we're your host. I'm Travis, joined, of course, by Alex. And
1: for what is it, the second time, the fourth, fifth time? What is it? How many times have you been on your mic? Uh, I think it's 17. I've been here 17 times now.
0: 17 times. A new record.
2: Mm -hmm. Jeez. (laughs) New record. Can't get rid of this guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Third time, actually, I think. You guys should not have invited me to the Discord server. I just join whenever you guys are on
2: according to my my advanced statistics here uh my advanced stats show that if you're on here 17 times uh that's 15 percent of our episodes of our show uh, wow so you're responsible for 15 percent of our content uh, we thank you for
0: your service no problem yeah.
1: guys no problem
0: if only that were real that'd be cool uh <laughs> but third time's third time's a charm you're finally going to have a good episode here i can't wait
1: were the other two not good what, <laughs> what oh happened? i didn't mean that they were okay sure all right i gotta redeem myself i guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i gotta say when you were on the first time and you made like a hype video for it oh my it, god it was, that was amazing yeah, that was the funniest freaking thing ever sure. yeah that was
1: awesome it was when, like it was when i still found joy in youtube i do still find joy in youtube videos yeah but, but uh oh, i thought you said then. when you still
0: found joy in youtube like us two i was like well geez, oh, no I, of course you the band I you're never gonna you make it to 17 time. with that attitude
1: I've never really listened to you two the band. Whatever, anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um well speaking of joy in YouTube, you had something go a bit viral lately, which is always very cool to see to fill in uh for our audience in case uh they're unaware, like they live under a rock or something. Like you you got a uh you, you just uh did a one of your basically like a quintessential video of your channel where it's just like a spooky beat. With something kind of sexy going on <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's like that's your channel it's like spooky sexy yeah so it's uh so it's link running around in what looks like sm gear oh. with like a, a and it got like you know hundred and fifty thousand views in like just a few days or something like that and I thought it was really funny and I wanted to know your, your reaction to how you process something like that like how do how do you find out something's taken off uh do you find out like if it was posted anywhere or or what's going on
1: I'll I'll be honest with you uh I didn't even check any of that stuff I was just like oh man this is doing numbers like uh, and then once it hit <laughs> once it hit 30,000 I was like all right well I can stop checking for a bit I'm I'm pretty satisfied and then I would just <laughs> periodically check because I would just see all these like notifications of like new subs new comments I i was like blown away by all that i was like what i can't respond to all this i don't have time i'm busy yeah but it was awesome yeah. um yeah i mean some people were also saying like is this a is this a link thirst trap are you are you trying to show off i was just like y- you know what honestly yeah kind of kind of is a little bit he, he does look good in it i mean it's weird it's just like weird armor in the game but you know Whatever. People appreciated it. So that was yeah. nice.
0: <laughs> well it's never too late to rebrand a spooky sexy guy, Mike. So I would keep that keep that in the cards. Yeah. I think that's, that's gonna be my backup like account. Yeah. yeah, yeah backup. Backup that's <laughs> a good idea.
1: I'm gonna get that right now.
0: But yeah, man, it's it's been great to to see your channel just uh, you know, keep on keeping on with the same flavor of as Alex alluded to, kind of spooky, sexy comedy. Uh but you've branched out and you've done some other things lately too. You've done some like longer like like talking points. Uh, As you're a VTuber, which have been kind of interesting to see, Uh, you're closing in on thousand subs, which you've you've always deserved more than that. So (laughs) come on, let's get over the hump. But uh, it seems like things are going pretty well with the channel. Like, do you how do you feel about it?
1: I mean, I feel I actually feel really good because as somebody who's just like making, I mean, this is my hobby. I don't want to turn it into a career or anything. So to get like any appreciation is nice. There was like a really like dry period where i felt like the ideas that i was coming up with just weren't very good i felt like my songs were good but i just wasn't really doing anything that was particularly you know entertaining or like memorable so uh now i'm like i don't know what happened i just suddenly got a lot more uh inspired to game you know it's actually you two are actually like big inspirations in that too because like i think all the time i'm like Yo, Alex and Trav are just, they're they are gaming. They're actually, <laughs> they're finishing games. They are playing and finishing games. Why am I not finishing games? The long video stuff was just because sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I was like, oh, you know, I kind of want to express like a thought or something. I don't expect them to like get any views or mm-hmm. anything like that. But there are some instances where I'm just like, you know, I don't only want to make things that are, I guess, funny because short vi- a 30 second video can take me like two days to make i'm like i just want to make a game i mean i just want to play a game and then just talk about it yeah, yeah. Um, every so often but that's yes. why
0: most guys like we have podcasts so you're you're <laughs> taking the harder route by doing this video thing
2: is is it possible for dudes to be friends without a podcast i don't think 2023? so 23 whenever i meet a dude it's... i
0: like i'm
1: like hey bud you want to take this to the next level it's,
0: <laughs> it's
2: like pathologically impossible.
1: <laughs> it really? Is. You guys you, like you guys have kept up with the like podcasting. But for me, like every time I talk to somebody and then I like, you know, I'm like, OK, well, this isn't. This is a great conversation, but I'm going to walk away because I'm too I'm too awkward. I'm too shy to be like, hey, let's That's exchange Instagram. Cool. I'm going to something. try that
2: sometime. Yeah. I'm just going to say that out loud. Like, you know what, guys? This is a great conversation, but I'm just going to walk away right now. <laughs>
1: see, see you guys later. Just, all just right?
2: slowly, yeah, slowly back away from everybody.
1: So what it was like at too many games. I would have a conversation with people and just be like, well... See you guys later. Thanks for the information. <laughs> yeah, that's how I you and I like were.
0: We, we ran into each other like yeah. three times, and it was always like, "All
1: right, well, I'll <laughs> see you around." Yeah, there was <laughs> deals. There was deals to buy. There was things to shop I know. for.
0: It's it's uh, there's too much going on in there. Too many distractions. Yeah. But I did. I just yeah. pulled up the old. Um, you, you know your YouTube channel. Scrolled through. I cannot believe it has been over 2 years since we first had you on the pod. First of all, I can't believe our podcast is over 2 years old. That's crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. you were on here uh,
1: in April of 2021. That's insane to me. That's crazy. It, it has been quite some yeah. time, yeah. And I, I I think I've only gained like from from that time cuz you guys were very generous to be like, "Oh, this guy's got around 300 subs. Let's get him let's get him on the podcast cuz we think he's funny and also we feel bad for him." And then uh yeah that's exactly
0: <laughs> what we said yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh so I mean yeah it's, it's time kind of flies cuz some of the videos that I've posted some of the videos you guys have posted I'm like wait a minute that was oh my god that was so long ago what the hell? Oh
2: god that's that's the worst. Oh, the, that's the worst. This
0: is a this is a good
1: question for
0: for you guys. I'm curious do you is there uh, a uh, a distance time-wise between now and like videos that you've made where you you become uncomfortable to watch them again because you think they're, like, lower quality or bad or, like, you'd cringe at yourself. Like, I can always go back and re- re-watch, like, the last four or five I did, and then anything beyond that, I'm like, come on. what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have that where you go back in your catalog and you're like, ugh, I don't want anything before 2019. I just can't.
2: Uh, yeah, of course. Like, I do, for sure. Yeah. Do you, Mike? Like, what's your cutoff, though, Alex? Like, is there... Uh, jeez, I don't... You know, I'm looking at my my big list right now. It's really, because the whole when I started, I was unemployed, so I had nothing to do, and I just wanted to, um, you know, have a project to work on. And, and I knew how to edit video, and I knew what I wanted to make, so I just started because I had all the time in the world, but. So that that early stuff, the the really early stuff, is so bad. Like, it's just, you can't hear me. Sometimes the music is too loud. (laughs) The edits are awkward. The music doesn't make sense. I'm not showing the video, like, what I'm actually talking about. It's just sloppy and just bad. And I want to redo them, but at the same time, it's like... I don't know. I don't want to rehash the same old shit, you know what I mean? I, mean, I want to move on to something else. Yeah, you can
1: always that. you could always be like, "Hey, I kind of want to talk about this again and see how like revisits," you know? I actually think that revisit videos are kind of fun, you know, to see how Yeah. cuz like my perspective on certain games has also changed over the years where like I mean the same with music. Like when I was younger, I was kind of stingy about some things. And then I go back and I play something and I'm like, wow, this has aged fantastically. Or wow, this fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, this <laughs> effing sucks. I forgot if, if I'm allowed to curse or not. It's a Christian um,
0: podcast. So thank you for checking yourself.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. This really S words. <laughs> um, Wait, swords? This, yeah, this shit really, sucks. This what? This, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, for my videos, uh actually th- this is going to sound so arrogant. I go back and I watch my first couple of videos and like, yeah, some of them I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what I was thinking. But then some of the other ones I'm like, I'm a genius. That was great. That was awesome. Well, I watched my first or technically my second video, but my first video that like started me like making videos, which was Konami Burger, and I'm like, yeah, the The volume is really low, you know my I was still using my old electronic drum set. I didn't know how to play the piano. I still don't know how to play the piano, but i'm you know I was just getting used to my my jupiter x m and you know other than like those things, I was like this is this is good like my rhyming scheme is good my like my the fact that I didn't take it so seriously, honestly, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I started doing recently too, where I'm just like. Why am I taking this so seriously? I like there's no eyes mm-hmm. on me. Just fucking Yeah. I mean, sorry. Just uh just make videos. <laughs> just uh, just make the videos. Like why am I why am I thinking so much? I think it's because there is a certain point where like the music really like mattered to me. I always wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that the music was good. But like who cares, you know? I'm just going to make I'm you just know, going to make these thirst traps. I have a great <laughs> I have a
2: great example of overthinking things and just like being paralyzed with like is this right is this good enough yeah. do I need to check it again like that sort of thing like am I going to get a million comments on this and I stopped doing that like years and years ago because it just doesn't matter it Doesn't like today I um have a video that posted about this god awful game called Tecmo Secret of the Stars it's an RPG that nobody talks about for a reason it's <laughs> really bad <laughs> and um it's one of those old rpgs where clearly a dragon quest ripoff uh the but on the open world you can't run and the random battles pop up like every three steps or so um and that's what i said in the video i was like this is i started talking about like the encounter rate and i'm showing a battle on the screen and i say at some point like you can't run and I got probably I think 12 or 13 comments so far of somebody saying as you are saying there is no run button here there is literally a run button on the screen
1: oh my god and so
2: I (laughs) had to go to each one of these people and say that's to run away from the battle not on the world map every freaking RPG has a run from a battle option Right. all of them that goes without saying so some people it's just like I can't control that I can't like dumb it down any further than I already did it's just one of those odd things that's like uh, just a uh you know a hiccup it's it just accident accidentally happened and <laughs> people conflate things and it's just there's nothing you can do about it so why and the point is why worry about it in the first place because shit like that happens all the time yeah
1: i i appreciate hearing i appreciate hearing things like that because to me it's like i i just need to stop I need to stop thinking. I just need to stop thinking. Yeah, you know?
2: seriously. The less thinking you do, it, it really is kind of like a golf swing. You're, I, I always, you know, got to work golf into the into the mix. <laughs> of course, yeah. but it really is. It, it becomes for me, for somebody like me, it becomes like a repeatable motion, like a formula. Yeah, want to be able to make the same swing every time. I want to be able to make the same kind of consistent video every time and like what's back to trav's question like going back to probably like 2014 i would say the beginning of 2015 is when i started getting like really good and i knew what i wanted to 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 make cuz i remember working on like Terranigma and um i, I was getting into games like uh, final fantasy mystic quest and it became a challenge to write about stuff like that because I knew why I liked that game, but I could understand why somebody wouldn't, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because it's such a freaking baby's first ape RPG type <laughs> thing, and in, people have been slagging it my entire life since it came out.
0: Bagan soundtrack though.
2: Oh yeah, and I, I you know, I, I tried to just build up that game's strengths because I think it's pretty fun, despite it being, yeah. you know, what it is. And so I saw that as like a challenge, and I think that really helped me make better stuff so that's awesome yeah ever since i would say that's the the point for me when stuff started clicking and that's like 18 months into making
0: videos every single week so much you know it takes a long ass time to get good we're we're all going to be our biggest critic i mean there's always going to be comment loads of or loads of comments from people that are jerks but deep down they don't really matter as much as our own opinion right i
1: I loved uh, Travis and I believe it was your most recent video, which by the way, I did notice like that you're almost hitting 5K and I'm like, yeah, Travis, t- it's my guy right there. Travis is going to, he's going to, that's,
0: that's me. Tiger Woods gonna, fist bump. I'm right on Alex's heels, dude. He's he's right on, on Alex's
1: he- Well, it's not a competition, you know. You are uh,
0: um but seriously I will take him down seriously I will One of the
1: one of the comments somebody was saying that like you know they're like being so positive to you and I was like yeah I I totally agree that those like those silly comments of like people just being like haters of things I mean I played through Skyward Sword and I did a like a longer video about that and I was surprised that people were kind of coming out of the woodwork to be like yeah you know I see your point that game sucks but I see your point like I I feel like the di- the difference in opinion is like it's so hard to just like state your your mind on things and and not have mm-hmm. people like I don't know like I lo- I love Silent Hill four it's my second favorite Silent Hill after two and people will. I, I swear to God, they're like up in arms. They'll be like, "You like four? You like an intriguing murder mystery? What? How could you? Do- what? What? The, <laughs> the gameplay isn't tank controls and like per. It's it's you know a game that is flawed. It's like so are most games. Like what what kind of nonsense are you speaking right now? Like yeah. I, I I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, it makes sense. I I do have to comment that I think. You know, there, there's a bit of like security by obscurity where my channel is just small enough that most of the feedback that I get is pretty positive. Like people who are who are there and who have been there the whole time are kind of there for me. I very rarely get that drunken dude stumbling into the comments, trashing everything <laughs> happens sometimes. But, uh, you know, when you're at Alex's level where it's like, you know, his videos are coming up on algorithms. He's got a lot of a lot of followers already. It's oh, yeah. more, I guess, avenues or opportunities for for it being shared. I mean, I, I can scroll like two two full good-fingered scrolls through Alex's comments, and I'm already in sweats. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know how you deal with this stuff. I mean, I... It's <laughs> weird. It's never not the
2: weirdest thing ever, honestly. But <laughs> it is it is kind of fun. Uh, there are some games, and th- th- I'll tell you this. There are some games that I really don't want to do that were Patreon <laughs> requests that I, have, I just have no interest in doing because... Um, uh, it feels like you're writing a paper to be graded by like a thousand
0: people. <laughs> oh yeah, because you know
2: I mean? it's like like I I've had a request sitting there for um the Super Robot Wars games, uh you know on yeah. Super Famicom and there's I think five of them. There's like Super Robot Wars Gaiden and you know all sorts of like offshoots and those games are a freaking mess like it's it's who which characters is in this one and a completely different set of characters is in this other one but the same one carries over to these two specific it's it's just this let me consult the flow chart for this you know it's it's ridiculous I feel like I'm putting together a PowerPoint presentation so and it's like that's not what I like doing so I'm not yeah. going to do it oh, right, you know what I mean sure. like mm-hmm. it, it feels like I'm writing a, a, a term paper for a thousand people to grade and it's that's no, not fun I mean, that's something yeah.
1: that I'm always enjoyed about like what you guys do is that it's you know it's your opinion it's like honest and like you're just you're just like playing a game and a lot of people can relate to that because you know most of us are not like critique like we're just trying to play something that is fun or like makes us feel a certain kind of way or is entertaining or to learn about like these new kinds of games or how they played so I I feel like For those games where people have like something to lose, in like, oh, I really want Alex to love this game. He's got, but if he doesn't (laughs) understand and appreciate every single nuance of it, it's like, man he's he's drunk he's snes drunk man like let let the the guy be (laughs) like you make the video yeah go ahead make your make your video essay there's gonna be a market for it there's gonna be people that are like oh what's this obscure you know snes game
2: yeah it's pretty weird how um you know people are like uh hey you're i'm insulted you just crapped all over my childhood like as if i'm like the be all end all of like the final save of what everyone will yeah. think of this game forever, and it's like, who freaking cares? I'm just some guy. Like, what well, if you're if you're that fragile to let like some rando on the internet like shake your faith in and how much you like your favorite game? That's not my. I problem. think people people oh, don't yeah. like
1: when the things that they like get challenged in any way and in any capacity as well. So I feel like it's just you yeah. know like Silent Hill uh, one i have silent hill on my mind because one of the meme twitters made a joke today about uh how like you know every silent hill game now following two or following the original uh tetralogy the original four games they mm. they just hyper fixate on like guilt and trauma but the original four <laughs> games right. had more to it than that and you know, they basically just oversimplify because in the first game you're playing as Harry, who is just looking for his daughter. All of the other stuff is like, you know, it's it's a part of the world, but it's not the motivation for you being there. And that's, you know, for all of those games and people seem to be like oh wow you're you're really belittling the game for you know you're you're just kind of summarizing it you're generalizing it i'm like generalizing why why are you saying that you're summarizing it into like a tiny little you know box of like
0: yeah i'm like no
1: like that it literally is that is what the story is like the all the other stuff is like added to it (sighs) whatever people people
2: People love to interpret yeah. dismissiveness, it's, 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 it's an excuse to get defensive. Oh boy, a chance to be yeah. angry at somebody. I hope you That's guys don't awesome. get any
1: flack from Anyone. the Silent Hill <laughs> community for me being like, <laughs> for me saying that. They'll be like, these guys were talking about it. Duh, kill that guy. Kill very cool guy Mike.
2: Ugh, Trav. I was gonna say you're in the sweet spot right now when it comes to like uh, subs because you still have like like you recognize certain screen names, right? Like Mm -hmm. when they comment and stuff like that, yeah. I do, yeah. You can you can kind of like, you know, have a good back and forth with people, and it's not like an avalanche of stuff coming at you where you refresh and there's ten new comments. So that's a lot of fun uh, uh,
0: to to kind of. Get in the weeds a little bit. Yeah, it's but, nice because yeah, it, it does feel like I'm making a video at this point, and I, I don't know these people as well yeah. as I do like folks in the Discord, and, and there's some overlap yeah. there. But it is it does feel like I'm making a you know a video for my friends, and I expect there's like a a set of like 20 25 people I expect to hear from day one, and that is really cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh what's that one guy? He's like from Lebanon.
0: Oh, I he, haven't heard from that he guy posts- in a while. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that guy posts on my channel, too. I always notice him because he's got such a distinct name, and he always posts, like,
0: paragraphs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, And, yeah, I appreciate that guy. Yeah, good stuff. Um, well, we do have some uh, some emails to get to, and it occurred to me, and I'm just going to – I'm not going to consult Alex on this. Uh, I'm just going to – you know, would it would be cool to commission a little to the emails jingle here for the podcast. I think a nice oh, – give me some, yeah. uh, some very cool guy, Mike, you know <laughs> – a good tip well, seconds
1: you, you want a 10 second jingle emails. 10 second jingle like yeah
0: <laughs> to
1: introduce emails yeah.
2: it's it's the it's the drunk friend right, mailbag well, now do the mailbag jingle now <laughs> I'm on the spot so uh,
1: all right let's see here i don't know if you guys can hear this chest pattern. Are you going to do it live Yeah, going to do it live he's yeah, going to fuck yeah. do it live oh i can i can make it outside of the outside of this too but you've already promised live folks are wanting it's it live email time make one outside
0: on too t-
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta sing it too. You gotta it's be like Paul It's email
1: time on the Drunk Friends podcast, and if you don't listen or send yeah. emails, then we all hate you. No, I don't know. Like that's, per- no, that's perfect. perfect. That's perfect. I didn't even finish the last, <laughs> the last sentence.
0: I, I like that you didn't. I like it getting cut off. Like we know it's going to a dark place, and then it, the music just takes yeah. over.
1: Well, well, we um, do hate that. Either.
0: Yeah. So put that together. You know our email address, but for now, we'll read a. And I, I don't know if all these are even emails, but we have. Uh, one that's called. Oh, no, they are these. These are emails when I pathetically begged for them. So okay, these just, are legit. I didn't know if any of these were uh, like community uh, YouTube community comments. Oh kind of no no no, no. Okay, gotcha. Uh, well, the first one here is from a one Bruce. Bruce titles his email question for podcast. He gets straight to the point. He says, "What is your opinion about the strike games? Desert Strike, Jungle Strike, Urban Strike? I rented them a few times as a kid, but I rarely hear anything about them now. Not." Alex your your console of choice has has all these guys. It's a lot of striking. Uh-huh. What do you think?
2: They are strikes. Yeah, they're very striking. They they're better on Genesis uh, because you get the controls are a little better, the game is a little faster. Uh it feels like there's like a few frames of kind of sluggishness. I don't know if it's lag necessarily, but it's the Super Nintendo games are a little slower and the Genesis has that like extra slightly wider screen resolution so you can see more Mm -hmm. of the of what you're blowing up (laughs) so um it's better on genesis all three of them when i do a video on those it's going to be on the three genesis games Um, i suppose i'll i'll have to do like some sort of super nintendo thing on maybe one of them or something i don't know but um has console wars done those I don't know. That's a good question. I'm gonna look that up. Interesting. Uh, But yeah, they're they're really good. They're a lot of fun. Um, It's mission based stuff. You know, like rescue hostages and you know drop them off over here, uh, pick up weapons and deliver them over here. You know that Mm -hmm. real basic stuff from a mission standpoint. But the action itself is is pretty fun. Um, And I remember those games being a big hit on PC too. I think it was those where it. It, they're just way better. Oh, nice! Um, I definitely and, remember uh,
0: playing uh, Desert Strike on Genesis a bit. I they were painfully common games, so I don't know if I owned it or I had a cousin that had it. But I remember just kind of not ever being good enough to beat the first level. We're talking like I'm six, seven, eight years old, and they're fairly advanced mm-hmm. in terms of like even understanding what to do. But just being blown away that I could take a helicopter like anywhere is cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Um, and no, Console Wars has not um. done uh desert strike or jungle strike or any of those games uh it's gonna be exciting when they do though because that's six games i can already can dive see into.
0: i can already see dan wearing eye paint doing like a whole like oh yeah he's gonna be thing.
2: full full camo mm-hmm. and he's gonna he's gonna get different camo for each game too he he's will. gonna get the desert the the gulf war camo and all that stuff yeah it's
0: gonna be fun. <laughs> that will be fun be fun mike do you have an opinion on the strike games you ever you ever striked
1: uh, uh, no, I do think that striking is good. Uh, I do think that unions need to be <laughs> more powerful in this country. But uh, anyway, this is uh, the only political part of this. Uh, Agreed. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's the there's the, there's the politics of the. No, I haven't played any of the striking. I'm not very good with shooters, uh, as in like those kinds of shooters. Um, I feel like a lot of the times, like I what was I playing for that? Era? I, I guess platformers were always like more of my thing, but I'm not like so good at those games, or I never seeked those games out. Mm. Is that Makes the right sense. word? Seeked? Yeah. Right. Sought, maybe. Soat. It's Soat. Okay. Soaked. 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 <laughs> Soaked. <laughs> Soaked, <laughs> Soaked <them> yeah. Out. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, who wants to read
2: this next one here from Brad? Brad. I got it. Okay. Uh, thanks for the email, Bruce. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Uh, You're the boss. And we got uh, Brad emailing us saying, bet. He says, and this is addressed to me, <laughs> and he says, there's a slightly used Cheesecake Factory gift card on my desk for Alex if he can finish the outro without doing a funny voice or flubbing his lines. Oh my gosh. It's... Well, guess what? I nailed it last week, so you gotta send me this wait, card wait, wait. now, dude. Oh, that's what? right.
1: Define slightly used. Like, is it that's what I'm curious yeah, like, is about. The money gone, or did like?
0: Yeah, the money gone, or did he use it yeah, to eat like, the cake? Yeah, I was wondering, like, did he use it? Like, you know, sometimes you want to get that like last bit of like nacho cheese off of something. <laughs> Just maybe go for that gift card and get that last. Yeah, scrape. Like, I, I'm a little, I uh, I'm a
1: little concerned here. But hey, you know, congrats, Alex. Yeah,
0: good job, Alex. <laughs> you got uh, some amount of cheesecake factory coming your way. Yeah, I'll have to
2: spend like what, how much is it per year for a PO box? Oh yeah, and, and see see if I can if I can start raking in these gift cards. If I can <laughs> just keep nailing the intro, maybe this can
0: be a new thing. You no, know, I looked into that, and they're expensive. At least here, it was like twenty five yeah. bucks for like, yeah, or maybe more than that. I can't remember, but I was like, oh, that's way too much money just to order porn. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a bunch per month. Yeah, it's a
2: commitment for sure, and I just don't need one. So yeah, like. I'm wary to... But I'm, at the same time, I'm obviously wary to give out my freaking home Oh, oh really? Yeah, I d- would do that d- anyway. Darn,
1: man. That's why I I thought that was part of me coming onto this podcast. He's going to give that to me.
2: <laughs> is, that, is that who's uh, the guy that just started running as soon as I made <laughs> eye contact with him right outside? Oh, yeah, yeah, window? yeah. Is that no? you? Just,
1: sorry, I just dropped my phone for a second. Okay.
2: Is that is that why yeah, we couldn't hear you before? Because you're guard. like settling into the bush in my neighbor's yard? Gotcha, Settling. Gotcha, gotcha. I might gotcha. also
1: be Brad, and I might also have a slightly used Cheesecake Factory <laughs> gift card for you. <laughs> Just a card <laughs> covered in cake, cake and Just... cheese. Just not like nacho mm. cheese, not even yeah. cheesecake cheese. <laughs>
0: yeah. You guys are hmm, getting me hungry.
1: <laughs> Do you like
0: pulling DVDs of varying degrees of stickiness from a bin and then watching them? Well,. Of course you don't. That's why you should leave it to the professionals. Me, Kevin, and my old pal Trav as we pull your favorite movies from the mysterious Uncle Doug's DVD bin. Sure, you can get the movie plot anywhere, but we give you some juicy facts. And heck, we even make the occasional yuck-em-up all of season one is streaming on the podcast platform of your choice right now and season two well guys it is dropping right now every two weeks so what are you waiting for go on the mysterious movie voyage that is
1: uncle doug's
0: dvd bin and just like our uncle doug always says roads where we're going we don't need roads roads Uh, Up Mm, up next, we got, uh, man, I feel like we've we've got like a, uh, like these three guys hang out by a fence and sip beer. We got Bruce, Brad, and Ed today. Uh, We got Ed up next. (laughs) Ed's email is Worst Hyped Game? Dear Drunk Friends, I recently bought the new Diablo 4 only to have it refunded shortly after. Have you ever played a game for the hype only to be disappointed and wish for a refund? When I was unsure as a kid, I would rent a game. Nowadays, you only have two hours to decide on a refund with very few demos. Sincerely, Ed. Guys, have an example of a game that you you dropped some dough on, maybe a day one, got it hyped, and then you were like, "Oh, this sucks."
1: Oh, like yeah, like so many freaking games, I. I off the top of my head, Resident Evil Six comes to mind. That was oh, yeah. Like, yeah,
2: that's that was for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! Just like the utter dis. You know what? Staying in that game series, Resident Evil Three remake too. Like I, that oh, was you like that. No, it was terrible compared mm. to like it did the original Resident Evil Three like a disservice. You know, it <laughs> was like hey, let's make Jill really cool and let's give all this like fun mechanic stuff, but then let's make it like a really linear, which is like. I mean, Resident Evil 3 wasn't, like, non-linear, but it was a lot more open. You know, mm. let's just completely yeah. neuter Nemesis. Let's just make half of the really iconic parts of the game just underwhelming. You know, make everything just worse. Let's just, you know, <laughs> totally not give it what we gave to Resident Evil 2 Remake. And it's it's sad, but I, I guess that's too that off the top of my head. You know, I'm not going to go off on a rant on this because I could. And I, I, I think you did a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna cap the the rant. We need a very so cool
0: guy, Mike, sit down vi- sit down and talk video about, about Resident <laughs> Evil Three. You know, yeah, for sure. I gotta admit though, Resident, imagine- that remake was the only time the only res- time I've played through Resident Evil Three, and I was like, oh, this is great. But you're telling me I could go back in
1: time and play the original, I'd have even more fun. The original, I'm telling you, the the original was so much better in so many different ways. And it's not to say that Resident Evil 3 Remake didn't do some things well. It's just that when you play the original Resident Evil 3 and you see just like what... It's like with Majora's Mask. They only had a year to pump it out. And what they did with that, with the reused assets, with like the... I guess with those constraints, it just like, you know... it. I I don't know. It's not even my favorite of the Resident Evils, of the classic Resident Evils. It was just very good, and you can go back and play it multiple times, and things legitimately change. You know, there's different pickups. Zombies are in different areas. Uh, there, You can make different decisions so that your pathway through things goes, you know, off. Uh, characters' fates, you know, change depending on the decisions you make. So it's it's actually really fun, You know, and Mm. it's really good and it's still short, like well, you know, old school survival horror short, so like seven to eight hours. But anyway, sorry. Resident Evil three (laughs) rants over Trav I'm expecting both of you guys, I want to see a PS one a PS one a PS1 review of Resident <laughs> Evil Three re, uh, Resident hey, Evil 3 I've, Classic.
2: I've done PS one reviews before. I did Chrono Cross and the original Final Fantasy Seven way back in the day. Yeah, no. See, so you, you mentioned that year thing earlier, and I'm like, yeah, that was back in like 2018 or something like that. It's like Jesus Christ, that was five years ago.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. When you said oh. like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with most of my videos since 2015. I'm like, you're happy with almost a decade of your videos. <laughs> what a guy but that is cool Ugh. um i was you know i i can't think of a recent example because i don't buy games brand new anymore i i'm so patient with games i'll wait five years and play a game and be like hey what do you guys what do you guys think about friggin i don't know i was trying to think of an example but i haven't played a game new uh hades hades was popular i'm just now playing that and like no yeah. one else is playing it now but i'm like guys remember that game that's fun so i i I kind of wait for a game to sort of establish itself as being awesome before I jump into it. Uh, However, I do remember one specific example of being extremely disappointed with a purchase, and it's not the Gamecom, although I was disappointed by that. There was, uh, I wanted a a football game when I was a kid. Uh, So it was, uh, yeah, it was 2001. So I got NFL Game Day 2001 on PlayStation 2. I just wanted to take a break from Madden. I'd had all the Maddens. I was like, "What's the What's these nine eight nine sports guys doing?" And the PS two version of that game is was garbage, just flat broken garbage. And I had, <sighs> it took me forever to convince my dad that he ha- Dad, you have to take this back to Walmart and get your money back. This is awful. He's like, it can't be that bad. I'm not going back to Walmart. I've already got my shoes up. Dad, put your shoes back on. Take this fucking back. <laughs> this is garbage. And I, I didn't know if I was just disillusioned as a kid. I went and looked it up on Wikipedia. And it is like the lowest rated game from that series for like the entire decade. So I, something about me when I was 15 was right. It's this garbage <laughs> yeah. version of a football game. Yeah.
1: yeah. You hate to see it. Uh, you hate I mean,
0: it. I think that's the
2: go-to for the answer to this question for a lot of people that are probably listening to this. Everybody's had at least one sports game in their life that they pulled, paid full price for, and it just freaking blows. Um, <laughs> I'm going to piss a lot of people off, but to me, that was kind of like... I didn't pay full price for it, but um, I remember my uh, friend down the road uh, ended up buying it with like money. he He got... Uh, mowing lawns and stuff like that. And basically, we treated our collection. We like we traded games so often that like we strategized like which game mm. we would get. Like he got Madden in ninety three. I got it in ninety. Oh no, yeah. He had the ninety four one. I had ninety five. He got ninety six. Same with the NHL games. And we did that for um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what, what the hell game was it? Uh, I don't even remember what the game was, but um. Uh, oh, it was uh, Griffey Presents... Uh, I had Griffey Presents Major League Baseball and he had Griffey's Winning Run. Oh, okay. And I was like, Winning Run was like this dark and dreary and all the cartooniness is completely gone. The music is all dark and moody. Like all the personality was just sucked out of the game. And I'm just like... That's lame. Like, what the hell? But there's a lot of examples like that just in sports games. Like, I remember the uh, the first uh, FIFA game for um, EA Sports on Nintendo, where it's just like FIFA soccer or whatever. It freaking sucks on Super Nintendo. Like, it's pretty <laughs> bad. And uh, a lot of kids felt the same. The Genesis version was just like ran circles around it. But um when i when i think disappointing games i don't think anything gets worse than getting sim earth for christmas oh uh, again <laughs> didn't pay full price but that's a christmas gift used up on a piece of crap game oof and just awful yeah i
1: hate to see it you absolutely hate to see it
2: hey kids, do you want to play contra and, and blow up monsters and cool shit uh no how about you learn earth science <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> You know uh, what? Man.
1: Now that I'm older, it does sound awesome. I'm going to go it buy that. It does sound right awesome, <laughs> doesn't
2: it? <laughs> just don't play it on Super Nintendo. It's broke as shit. But uh yeah, the uh the PC version is actually pretty cool, but it's not a game for a freaking 10-year-old.
0: Yeah, a little dry. Good call. Yeah, well, just a, a little dry. A little dry. Well, thank you. Uh well, I guess technically if it's sim earth, it's it's, you know, only 30% dry, 70% water. <laughs> but uh anyway thank you ed for the email sorry about diablo 4 hopefully you found something else to occupy your time with you know and if you didn't you could just catch up watch a whole bunch of very cool guy mike videos in there that's been an hour of your time now you can find something else to do yeah just saying right. your videos yeah. are short is what i'm trying yeah. to
1: say oh thanks yeah. Yeah. yeah you know i uh really don't appreciate No, i'm just kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh all right next uh the next email up Do you want me to do who wants this one do you want me to take this one? Okay. We got Gaming Anxiety by
2: Sheeshfoot. Oh, wow. What an uh ha- Yeah. We got Hello Drunks. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday, guys. Uh, Happy I love Monday. your stuff, and I am really curious to know, how do you deal with gaming burnout slash anxiety? As I've slowly realized through the years, 99% of people who play games will experience this at some point, and I'd imagine that playing so many games, especially for making videos, must sometimes be very hard. I can say for myself that even though gaming is still my main passion, and I always love learning about video game history and design, actually playing games has been very stressful for me in the last few years, and I rarely do it. It sucks having such a passion for something and knowing that I can't really experience it as intended. There's so many amazing games that I want to play, especially turn-based RPGs that for some reason really stress me out the most. Uh, I want to play Chrono Trigger so badly, but it just doesn't feel possible. I know there's probably no magic trick that will make me suddenly have the motivation to play games again, but I would love to hear how you guys deal with this. There are way more serious problems in the world, but before civilization collapses and we're all dead, maybe we can (laughs) enjoy playing some video games or something. Well, sorry for bringing down the mood. (laughs) If this somehow ends up being in the podcast, first of all, thanks. Yeah. And probably don't read the whole thing if you don't want to. I doubt people will want to hear it. Don't, don't don't say that.
1: I We're want to read do it. We love,
0: to, it we love all foot. We love your email. Jeez,
2: give us like twenty five more paragraphs. You skimped us. In any <laughs> case, you rock, and I'm looking. For, <laughs> you rock, and I'm looking forward to the new episode. Cheers, man. Thanks for the email. Appreciate you. You what? What do you guys feel about burnout?
0: Man, um, well, the thing. So I I've never really experienced burnout in playing games, and it, it might be because I always sort of. And whether it's intentional or not, but I always sort of dangle a carrot of a reward for playing games to myself. So a couple ways that I do that, you know, one, obviously creating videos for them. That's a motivation. So, you know, there are means to an end in that way. Also, I do a couple gaming podcasts, so I like to talk about them. So that's a, it's an excuse to be social and that kind of thing. So it ends up not just being me playing a game alone and the experience doesn't end when the credits roll. If that makes sense, it sort of lives on through conversation and writing about them and that kind of thing. So I don't know if it's an opportunity for She's foot to maybe come up with a secondary hobby around the games. You know, maybe he wants to sort of catalog oh, his, yeah. his time with it, even if it's something personal, just adding a layer of hobby onto Good the hobby. Him. Sometimes that can um, inspire you to, to create uh, something out of those experiences. For a lot of people, I'll just I'll just say this. For a lot
2: of people, sometimes that's just collecting. Yeah, you know, like l- some people just love having. I, like I get it. Like I do it. Like uh, spreadsheets and stuff like that for to organize all your games. I did a count the other day. Um, somebody asked in the Discord, and my, I'm ex- at exactly 333 physical games. Oh, nice, <laughs> and, nice. And yeah, and it's pretty cool to. Uh, it's like I'm afraid to buy anything new because I don't want to break that up, but. Uh, I guess I'll have to keep going and get another
0: 333 games to, like, the coolest number ever. Double. What would, what would then, be your last uh, game if to, to hit 666? Well, it would have to be Demon's Crest. Yeah. There you go. The game you hate, yeah. though. You don't like that. I like. I think it's fine. No, I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I'd have to be,
2: like, rich, like, 80 years old, like, on a beach somewhere. And, <laughs> you know, I'm sure, like, 80% of the world would be basically be water and a beach at that point. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Mike, what do you think about burnout? Do you get burnt out? You were talking earlier about just like playing games.
1: Burnout and I don't know about anxiety. Burnout is definitely something that I experienced because I was... I mean, you know, when you first start making videos and when you first, I guess, different wrong order. When you first get your life back and you decide you want to start playing video games again, (laughs) you want to start giving time to things that make you happy again... You know, you start to look for these ways similar to like what Travis said about, you know, ways that you can kind of reward yourself for it. You make it productive. But then once you're navigating that, especially around like making videos, you're trying to figure out how you can do what you want to do while still growing. Yeah. So I, yeah. I had like a really hard burnout this past year. Um, it actually just got better at the start of this year. So I'm talking about like 2022 uh, because to me, I was like, okay, I still have to make Shin Megami Tensei videos because you know, <laughs> that game, the, the, the NPCs are just so silly. All the NPCs yeah. and super Nintendo games are just so freaking silly. The PS one as well, you know, and so is the PS two, that era of RPG just has so much that you can poke fun at. But you know, it takes so long for me to make games, I mean, uh, games to make videos. And then (laughs) on top of that, like, these are very long games and it, it just starts to, it definitely started to weigh on me. And I realized that it wasn't fun for me. It wasn't fun for anybody else. And I think, uh, it's not just like, you can't just hear like advice, like, hey, this is how you deal with burnout. Like, you just have to learn yeah. how to ease yourself into doing it in a way that you enjoy it, mm-hmm. um, in a way that allows you to be productive still. Or, I mean, I feel like to say that that you don't know how to enjoy yourself, like, yeah, that's that is a problem. Like, of course, there's more serious problems in the world, but we're not billionaires. We can't handle half of those problems. We're not in charge of handling half of those problems. So I think- the most important thing to do is to just figure out how you like to enjoy yourself and how you can allow yourself to enjoy the processes of anything. I mean, that's partially with video making that I'm saying that like, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: no, it's, it's, but it, it's, it builds on Trav's point of, uh, find another way to like, enjoy it. Like if the games themselves like are overwhelming, then maybe just focus on some other you know, like, like a, a specific genre or something like that. Oh, oh yeah. And find like more layers on top of the stuff that you know you're, you're gonna like. You know, whether it's collecting or making videos or finding like a kind of a secondary purpose to your hobby. Yeah. You know, multifaceted hobby, I guess. And that sounds like work, but <laughs> it's a it's good. Both of you guys have it's good advice for anybody like for like managing a hobby. Yeah. Especially games. <laughs> There's just more and more every year. It's a freaking fire hose. <sighs> uh, and for somebody like me, it's like it's majorly overwhelming. I just I just want to get Sea of Stars and just play that <laughs> the rest of the year. Like that's all I care about right now. Uh, it's all I'm focusing on. And then Mario RPG remake when that comes out. But uh, like that's those are my focus basically for like new games this year. But um, yeah, you guys, good job, you guys. Round yeah,
1: of applause. Hey, I I mean, yeah. I I feel like the other thing is that you know uh shishvat said turn based rpgs rpgs are every one of them demands that you get uh, emotionally invested in the story and every one of you <laughs> from the ps2 and like like before uh, demanded that you grind so it can be very it can be very tough so uh yeah stay strong and um you know we're all in this together that's why I that's why I listen to Alex and Trav because they're like, you know, it was like I was saying earlier, like they play games, I need to play games too. <laughs> I need to do this.
2: I, I I'll tell you when, you know, I I I was following your channel a bit like, you know, closely to see what you would post since that that uh that one Zelda thing went viral cuz I thought it was really cool that it did and you went like with like lots of Tears of the Kingdom stuff after that. And it's like, yeah, of course he does. But you still put, in, <laughs> you still managed to sneak in some Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> videos. And it's hilarious to look at the view counts because it's like 000, one point four thousand, one thousand, two point six thousand, oh, yeah. eight point two thousand, three hundred and thirteen. 1 thousand, 313. <laughs> Doing uh, what dude,
1: he loves. <laughs> I should have struck, no, it's not even that. I really should have just like. It struck. I should have struck while the iron was hot with Shin Megami Tensei. I should have told myself, no, just focus on that because, you know, you can... I (laughs) Again, I don't care. I'm not trying to be like a professional. Mm. Like, like my goals for YouTube is 10,000 subs. If I hit 10,000 subs, that's like beyond. I've gone above and beyond in the world. But, you know, (laughs) now I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of like getting a lot of views and Zelda's doing like... (laughs) I'm I'm only playing Zelda. I don't want to pull away to play other stuff. I might as well. But then with Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. I was like, I wrote that song. I wrote that song four months ago. I have to post that song. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that song. Yeah. I was I did a good job.
2: <laughs> I I really liked it, and I laughed out loud when I saw it post. And I was like, yes, <laughs> more Shin Megami Tensei. I'm going back um, to the
1: SNES, man. There's a couple of SNES games that I want to freaking play, but well, I'll leave that for another conversation.
2: Right on. <laughs> But yeah, I, 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 it's I don't blame you for leaning into it. It's a fun opportunity. It's oh, like yeah. something falls into your lap. It's like why not see where this goes if I can, you know? It's fun to like have an audience that big. Yeah, any artist will tell you that. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, we got one more uh, email here. This one comes from an anonymous person that uses an AOL account, which should narrow it down. Uh, YouTube question. <laughs> it really should. Is the title of the email. Hi, guys. If you had to pick five games from the Super Nintendo system that you had to play the rest of your life, what games would you pick and why? I've been playing King Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Man, he's just sucking up to you, Alex. (laughs) It's just a game that has brought back so many memories of my childhood. Although my reflexes aren't what they were when I was younger, the game still has that nostalgic feel and many great memories. Thanks for your time so five all games right, here we go do you want to do a round robin like we each do one five times we just keep going around sure all right sure yeah um let me let me mock up a top five here. yeah
2: Game I'm trying red, to think. rest of your life just super nintendo i think i know uh mike's number one spoiler alert we were
0: just talking about it <laughs> yeah guess why don't you go first what do you got mike yeah
1: uh you would actually be wrong i well, <laughs> i you know what i'll save that for another video uh For a video of mine, I mean, Uh, I know it's surprising because I mean I could talk forever about why I think that that game isn't really um, fun. That's I mean that's you know ultimately it the the uh, encounter rate kills me. My number one SNES game that I could play the rest of my life though is uh, I have to start with Chrono Trigger. I love Chrono Trigger. Like I still I love Chrono Cross more than Chrono Trigger. Oh, but I think. But Chrono Trigger Damn. is the better game. Like it, it, my nostalgia comes from Chrono Cross, but Chrono Trigger, I think, is like nine times out of ten, just like see, like superior, you know. But anyway, that's my number yeah. one. That's the first one.
0: Good. Who's who's next, Trav? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll just I'm gonna toss out just an easy, low hanging fruit here. L- link to the past. Oof. Here
2: we go. My five is a bit different. Um it's not what you'd expect uh my I, I will also start out i'll just we'll just just get Chrono trigger get let's clean up ourselves we've we've spooged over Chrono trigger <laughs> all right let's reset all right that's one of my five go ahead mike
1: okay my next snes game is probably tales of fantasia i love tales of ah, fantasia. I, like interesting tale, the tales of tales of symphonia is one of my top three favorite rpgs and you know, it all started from me playing Tales of Fantasia uh, for the SNES. I didn't... I had... FBI, don't come for me. I only had emulators growing up. <laughs> like, I had my N64 in emulators. So I uh, I basically was just like, okay, I'm going to play this and i just i loved it i love tales of fantasia it was great but anyway that's my yeah. number 2
2: meanwhile, meanwhile some fbi guy just adjusted his sunglasses and cocked a shotgun I <laughs> <and laughs> said let's let's roll, boys they are on their way to your We're house right, in now. right now yeah. yeah yeah no that's cool tales of fantasia it, if nothing else i really appreciate it for being a really well made rpg that's not from the usual suspects you oh, yeah. know what i mean it's not it's not square it's not enix it's uh it's namco and it's Damn good, it, you know it's really polished and yeah,
0: that's a good choice. Yeah. Okay, my uh, my next one I will toss out is Act Razor. Nice, I that's love that game. So fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I can. It's it's the perfect like balance between chill and action. It really but, is. Uh, too bad the second one is just impossible. My number two is or my the second game is probably Star Fox. Mm, yeah. Star Fox. Uh, I I like have pretty much every level memorized. You know, uh derper, it's, derper. If I want, if, it's one of the games I haven't yeah. <laughs> played actually. You've
1: not played really? Star Fox? It's no not on the not the Super Nintendo version.
2: Yeah, it it is pretty uh the frame rate becomes an issue a, a, a whole bunch because uh you get stuff like popping up like right in front of you and you've got like less than a second to dodge because that's the Super Nintendo and yeah. the Super FX chip yeah. just like chugging along, but no, it's 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 a lot of it's You know, it's Star Fox. It's the first one, so it's really kind of clunky. But I freaking love that game. I it's probably the game I finished more than any other in my life.
1: How nice. long is it?
2: Um the the easy path is probably about twenty twenty five minutes.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. But yeah. Um. So the third one, is Super Metroid. I love Super Metroid. And I feel like Super Metroid is like, I mean, as far as things go, it's like, it just touches all the bases. Like, you could just play for the story. You can 100% it. Like, if you don't, like, I've never 100%ed it because I, I always run out of time before, like, a new release comes out. But Super Metroid, to me, I'm a big Metroid fan. So, uh, I yeah, I, I love that game yeah it's also my
0: next uh game as well that's what i had written down so i'm gonna have to double up on super metroid hell yeah it is
2: not on my list hey uh, but i do if i had to um make like a top 100 of like the what i think are the best super nintendo games i think it's number one like if i sorry chrono trigger (laughs) it's got to be number one uh just based on its influence that's
1: definitely definitely influential yeah
2: yeah, its its influence has only gotten bigger the
0: past ten
1: years. Right,
2: but you're saying so you don't want to play it's... it the rest of your life. <laughs> I guess not, <laughs> because I'd rather play these five games. My next one is uh, Contra Three. Mm. Oh, uh, Contra! I yeah. freaking love this game. It's so much. It's the monster design. It's like you move from like one set piece to the next set piece. And it's all these like mini boss fights. The third level in that game is so much freaking fun. That's another game I've beaten like a hundred times at least because I just love like all the monsters and all the weapons. And it uses the shoulder
0: buttons in a smart way. It does,
2: yeah. It does, yeah. Some people hate those overhead levels. I think they're good. (laughs) They're kind of hard to like walk in that fifth level where there's conveyor belts. And that's a pain in the ass, but it's still I it's like everybody
1: complains about those. I think I think they're I think they're fine. I'm terrible Therefore. at Contra. I'm absolutely terrible at Contra. Mm. So <laughs> I haven't really gone through that. Um So damn, five? That's actually kinda tough because now I'm like i I'm caught between I know. Like <laughs> I know what my last one is going to be because I haven't finished it, but it's such an influential game to me that like I I have to go with that one, but I'll save that for number five. I, between these, t- I I feel like I have to go with Harvest Moon. Uh, I really oh, like the okay. Super Nintendo Harvest Moon. It was between Harvest Moon and Secret of Mana, but the more I think about it, Secret of Mana starts to really drag, and there's a point where I'm like, I like this game, and I love the music for the game, It's su- like, and it's such a well-put-together game overall, but... I, it's also on my list. I already have two other RPGs. Well, technically a third one, but we'll talk about that one later. But that the SNES Harvest Moon, I think, is like perfect. Uh, Like it it just did everything right. And it's, I I mean, I can still go back to it and play it. The only thing I don't like is this. it's the the romance in the harvest moon games is always kind of like here just take all this stuff and then you get a lot of hearts and then i'm going to marry you and then you lose all personality (laughs) stardew valley had the same problem but then they were like okay no no let's let's give them their personality back
2: just like real life right now yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, i think yeah that's another that's another i'm sorry just i just want to say real quick that's another game that's been hugely influential that's it's its influence has only grown over the past few years. Yeah.
0: And I think it's a great choice for a game, If again, if you had five to play the rest of your life. That's right. Harvest oh, yeah. Moon good call. Be a good one. Um, okay. My, uh, technically, my number two, I guess, if we're counting down from five, I don't know, uh, Soul Blazer. I really love that game. Love it a yeah. lot. It hit me in all yeah. the right spots. It's like, uh, you know, I was a really big fan of Dark Cloud on the PS2, which I played before I played Soul Blazer. And I don't know that there's a direct link. I don't know if it shares some, like, actual DNA, like a person or whatever. But they seem very <laughs> inspirational of each other. So, um, yeah. I like uh, I- the, the, the little mild city building that you have in the action RPG aspect of it. And the music, all of it's great.
1: Can I just quickly ask, like, I... So, I started playing that game, but then my uh, Super Nintendo, let's put it that way, the Super Nintendo that I was using broke, so I was not able to continue on. Is it like? Does it get more like? Uh, like I, I, I got up to like the second area. So I was like, this is this is fun. I also I love the like the base sample. It's just like a nice like pop. I love that. But I didn't know. I was like, is am I going to see what everybody else was seeing about this game? Does it like get progressively more like interesting as the game goes on? As far as the story goes.
2: It's kind of dark for a Super Nintendo game. It's, you know, you're reviving old cities and old, you know, you're basically it's your job to go around and keep reviving stuff uh, as you go. So it's basically broken into, you know, same as any other game of its kind, uh, same as Illusion of Gaia into like those dungeons. Yeah. You know, dungeon areas. I think what makes it really hold up well is how it's structured and that you can just like crank through a dungeon and then just go back and save and everybody stays dead. <laughs> it's like, alright, sweet. Yeah, that is true. That's awesome. You don't have to go back and grind again. Uh you can save like anytime you want and all the enemies, all the rooms that you've cleared stay cleared. That was a huge deal back in what, ninety two when that came out. So and I, I think it that part of it uh makes it is a big part of what makes it good today. But uh yeah, the story is you know it's it is different. It's not like Dragon Quest ripoff or like the Chosen One type thing. Yeah, like Secret of Mana, but it's uh, it is kind of like dark, and you know you you go around into these villages and and get to know these people's lives and stuff like that. It's more of a chill playthrough, honestly, than gotcha than uh, most other mm, yeah you know games of its kind.
1: I'll put it. I'll put it next on my list. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. Mm. <laughs> everything no, it's cool. we were doing.
2: No, I love it's. It's fun talking about this stuff. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Um, for sentimental reasons, I have to put Super Ghouls and Ghosts on here. Uh, flaws and all, because um, one, of, one of my favorite memories is um, me and my girlfriend when we were basically just started dating. Um, we just, it, it was snowing like crazy outside. We were at, at uh, where I lived in Minnesota. And it was just uh, snowing all freaking day. One of those days where it's just gray outside and snow and really, really cold. We stayed in and played Super Ghouls and Ghosts for like 16 straight (laughs) hours. The Super (laughs) Nintendo stayed on the whole time. We did not hit the reset button. It was like, it was so much fun. Like, it was, and we ended up beating the game barely. Um, it's a pain in the ass that, that last level, but, uh, it was really, really fun. And that, that game's in my permanent rotation now. So that's
1: awesome. I love memories like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like me with worms. All right. Um, so my last one, uh, like I was saying, I never finished this, but the music and just the overall like sense of humor of the game really kind of, I mean, it's, it's part of, uh, what inspires me a bit but it's earthbound i i love the aesthetic of earthbound i got uh actually i don't even know how far this technically would be in the game but i i sunk quite a few hours into it you know to me i am just like oh man i i just i still go back and i listen to the soundtrack because that's Mm -hmm. just how much i i love like I, i love on its theme i love when you're inside of a house and you just hear that like silly trumpet oh yeah i I love the music like i i love that i love how like you you go up to people and you just talk to them and they'll just be saying i like how if you say talk if you press talk to something that you can't talk to just says who are you talking to like it's like (laughs) the game has just such a good sense of humor and you know as i slowly work on my own game i i feel the influence of earthbound as well you know but anyway that's my number five I'm going to beat it eventually someday, someday, when I have time. Son of a bitch, you stole mine. It's also mine. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. But you beat it, so you could spoil it for me right now and ruin the whole experience, and then I'll have to change it.
0: Yeah, or you could just go listen to mine and Caleb's uh, Tales of the Lesser Medium episode about it, which... uh, Nice. When we... which is fun because, you know, we, you play the game, you soak in the story for the most part. But when we go back and do those Tales episodes, you know, we, we end up dissecting more of the story and paying a little bit more attention than we naturally do during playthroughs. Yeah. And we we ended up converting, you know, if you, if you think of the story and you try to rationalize it, it's just – like, Ness and his his group of friends are just roving psychopaths with baseball bats, just beating up adults <laughs> across the countryside, just going city to city and just murdering people. And it is hilarious. Killing birds yeah. and dogs and
2: stuff. Killing like, uh, birds. Psychos. One
0: kid breaks out of, like, a, a – a, a, I don't even know where he's at. He's, like – in some boarding school place, and he just he and another kid just escape, and he just goes around the countryside, just killing homeless people. It's crazy. It's a crazy. If you think about it, if you try to rationalize it, it's kind of nuts. Uh, but yeah, Mike, finish that game so you can listen to that funny podcast and give us another download. That'd be great.
1: Okay, I will. I, I I'll absolutely.
0: Even when you enter your name
2: in that game, that that's like one of my favorite songs in any game ever. It's it's oh, yeah. so like it's such a great like happy song. That you can dance to that
1: it's so good I, the,
2: yeah just
1: boss music especially like boss music is like so like yeah i i would say that that's like one of the more like influential to me personally because it's like whoever was making the soundtrack i forgot who it was they were like hey you know what I don't want to do anything standard. Let's just use samples. Let's throw this everywhere. Let's just go nuts with it. It's like an old like electronic but like experimental album. And I'm like to me, I'm like, oh yeah, great. But anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to
2: No, that's 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 a really it kinda um what do you call it? uh what's the word? It kinda transcends game soundtrack and it forces you to listen to it like on its own. Oh yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, and wait till you hear the final boss music. I'm, I'm sure you've heard it before, but hearing it like as it happens in the game is freaking nuts. I haven't, actually.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard it. So. Oh, my God. Oh.
2: It's like, whoa, the Super Nintendo can
1: do that? That's <laughs>
2: awesome. Like It's so cool. It's a
1: goal of mine to play it this year, but we'll see. We'll see but what you're happens.
2: You're having uh, burnout and anxiety about all the games that are piling up, it sounds like. No, yeah.
1: no, no. That's... I'm playing short games after Tears of the Kingdom. It's like, it seems yeah. like you're having
0: a bit of a sheesh foot experience. So it sounds like yeah. to me, a
1: little bit, a mm. little bit. Sheesh footing
0: around, just start crying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my number three, no, my, my number five is Griffy presents Major League Baseball. Thanks for clearing out, you guys. So so I, we can go. I'm, I can go ISO ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> I'm going to talk for the next 20 minutes. Oh about man. Griffey. The All-Star Game is going on right now. The American League is leading 1-0. Saw Griffey earlier. He still has the greatest swing of all time. He it does. It's so good. Uh, Jay, Jay Buhner was there. Uh, I think Dan Wilson. What's his name? Dan Wilson? The catcher. He was there. Um, Randy Johnson was not there, I don't think. I don't know if I saw him. but uh, ed- He was probably taking pictures of the guys that you were seeing. Oh, yeah. He's 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 like a really good photographer. That's right. Yeah. But Edgar, Edgar Martinez was there, so... I mean good stuff. For, I mean Griffey presents Major League Baseball as honestly like a special game. Like it's it's like the best baseball game ever for
0: me. So and I love baseball. It's there that you go. simple. It's a what, good era too, because it's uh every just about every oh, team in that perfect. era had like a couple superstars that were almost household names. And you just don't have that anymore.
2: It's right when they switched from two divisions to three divisions for each league. Mm. And so it's uh and Montreal is still there. It's 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 awesome.
1: What makes that baseball game like compared to like newer baseball? Because I, as somebody who doesn't watch sports and I don't play sports, uh, or I mean, I know it's whatever. We'll keep, we'll keep, uh, other stuff private, I guess. Uh, other than, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, like, the difference between, like, the sports games, because I do hear a lot of people talking about, like, oh, my favorite sports games were on, you know, the, I forget what console generation that is, but I know some people that love the games that were on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, so, like, what, what's, like, what makes those so, like, good, I guess, apart from nostalgia?
2: Were you going to make a water sports joke? <laughs> uh, and, you, and you backed out? Were you leaking confidence? You're just like, I don't know. Uh, can I pull know, off this water, water sports, sports joke? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, what makes those sports games good is that you don't have to like sports to like those games. It's in the same category as NBA Jam. Like, you're just you're super-powered, running around, dunking from the three-point line. Oh, hell Sometimes yeah. it's really just that simple. Like, Griffey Presents Major League Baseball, like, there's nothing nothing secret about it like it's just a big arcade like cartoony baseball game that happens to get like the hit detection for hitting is perfect the pacing is perfect um the music is perfect like it's exactly what you want from like a short simple arcade like baseball game and it like trav said it so perfectly captures that era which is like frank thomas ken griffey jr jeff bagwell barry bonds Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, like, all these, like, ripped muscle dudes, like, broided up to the gills, and they look like it in the game, and it's just freaking awesome. So,
0: yeah.
1: Okay, that's cool. And, too, I
0: I think, you know, coming from, like, the generation before, which was essentially just like the NES, sports games were so, like, wow, they're actually, they felt real at the time. It was like, okay, now we're actually playing sports games. They, They were fast. They were endorsed by athletes. They had the rosters. Nice. And uh, yeah, I think it was just a breakthrough era where the sports games actually yep. felt fun to play. Finally, you didn't have to pretend they were fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. The leap that we got from the NES to the SNES in, in terms of sports games was really awesome. Uh, and especially, you know, on the Genesis set side of things for like EA sports, like the FIFA games and NHL and um, if you want to you throw, like, Konami, like, international superstar soccer in there, too, that's another great one. But, yeah, it, Trav's right. Like, sports games used to be, like, kind of sad for the most part. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, fill in the blanks. Like, wh- just go look at Atari Golf. It's Ugh. the most pathetic thing you'll ever see in your life. But, uh yeah, this is when they right around the time when they started getting these games exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big part of it, too.
1: Gotcha.
0: Or 10-yard fight on the NES, which is <laughs> so slow and pathetic. I mean, Tecmo Super Bowl was good on the NES. That's a fun game, but the rest... Oh, for sure, yeah. Most other sports games are just uh, a little slow. I still play that all the time. Yeah, it's good. I'm,
1: I'm going to go back and buy these. Actually, when I was in Seattle, I stopped by Pink Gorilla And I was like, I want a souvenir. And so the first thing I saw when I was passing by the Pinker, like passing through the store, I was like, there is a game that is just called Bowling for the PS1. So I picked up Bowling. (laughs) So now in my collection I have (laughs) Eternal Poison, Ill Bleed, Tales of Symphonia, Radiata Stories. Bowling, like <laughs> this, is, this is a good purchase. It's five dollars. I'm very happy with that. So yeah, <laughs> that's great.
2: You know, I I used to make fun of myself for, or I I still do, I guess, because I my bookshelf is kind of like that. Because I've got like these like you know Walter Isaacson's seven hundred thousand page biography of Albert <laughs> Einstein, and right next to it, it's like freaking like. I don't know some like silly video like onion (laughs) book like our big dumb world or something like that you know just and I did that just for the because the titles the juxtaposition there makes me laugh
1: bizarre it's It's so good I I see I see
2: what you're coming for (laughs) I see what you're going for there
0: all right so thank you anonymous uh, at AOL whoever you are out there thank you for that Mm. Um, you got a lot of a lot of traction here on the podcast to be nameless so um, I'm going to pretend your name is Albert thank you Albert now, Yeah, thank you, AOL Albert. AOL Albert. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, as we like to do, uh, I guess until we, we hit episode 123, uh, we like to do a little brief recap of the year, of the, uh, the number of the episode, which would be 2013. So, uh, Alex, what do you got for 2013? Any big events? Uh, it's still Obama
2: administration, so not really. Uh, the big thing is Ed Snowden mm. going public with all sorts of, like hey these people have all this information on freaking everybody so uh yeah people should know about that and he he did a hell of a job like letting everybody know and yeah getting the hell out of the country you know and i don't where is he now is he like in peru or something or is he still in russia i don't know great Great question but uh
1: that is a great question i'm gonna look that up right now (laughs) but
2: the only other thing i could find that was interesting was when the power went out at the super bowl and how like weird and just out of nowhere, that was. It was in the middle of the Saints – or not Saints. It was at the Superdome in in uh, New Orleans. So it was uh, Baltimore and San Francisco. That was the Kaepernick Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. And okay, yeah. The power went out in the middle of the third quarter, and it's like, what the hell? That, 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 that can happen? Like, really? A power outage? And, yeah, it was pretty scary. I remember being on Twitter at the time, you know, like just refresh, refresh, refresh. I think I had to refresh back then and just – trying to see what the heck was going on. So that was what I remember.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Those are, you know, I'm sure there were other, uh, big deals and fair, various atrocities that occurred in 2013, but those are the two big news items that come to my mind as well. Uh, I was looking up games. That is the year that, uh, grand theft auto five came out. So, uh, we're looking at nice. 10 years of Man. having that around still, still creating huh. tons of YouTube co- uh, content to this day. People are always playing that. So yep. big Ooh, impact. Yeah. Um, What were you doing in 2013, very cool guy, Mike? Were you very cool yet or just kind of cool? What was going on?
1: I was actually, the. I was about to just, uh, you know, go off on the Christian filter stuff. Uh, (laughs) I was, I'm just going to put it lightly. I was a piece of garbage in college. I was (laughs) not really spending much time with people. I was like very isolated. I had started my diet and I had lost about 40 pounds from the 300 that I had initially gone down from. Very lucky that I'm tall because people were like, "Why you were 300 pounds?" Yeah, I was 300 pounds. No, I'm kidding, but Dang. no, I'm not kidding. I was 300 pounds, <laughs> but uh, people are whatever. Anyway, I was, in, <laughs> I was in college. I, I'm trying to think what else happened in 2013 for me. Like it, it was really just like kind of a blank year. I remember in 2010 to 2011, and then 2012. Yeah, I realized that odd years just uh, are my bad years. So twenty thirteen was probably just another bad year just to lame what do, oh, I do?
2: that's odd even years for me are usually bad years oh. odd years are good
1: oh okay so well well, now I'm wait it's now inverse
2: it's, it's like it's like unbreakable you're I, I, you're Bruce Willis and I'm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. This I haven't seen that movie in a long time. This
1: year's been good for me though. I, I have a I have a viral video. I got to I got to see I got to meet both of you guys in person. Anyway, this is about 2013. Yeah. We could talk about that later. Um yeah. It was a decent year for
0: games. I mean, w- whether you like Grand Theft Auto 5 or not, it was a, a big deal at the time. Of course, The Last of Us. That was when that came out. That's uh, right.
1: The Last Pik- of Us did come out then.
0: Yeah, Pikmin 3, right. um, yeah. Zelda: Link Between Worlds. uh... The Wolf Among Us, which I, I enjoyed, Gone Home, uh, was good, uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, A Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, that's a fantastic little game, and uh, that's just tip of the iceberg, but those are some that I remember, uh, being pretty fun.
1: I liked The Last of Us the first time that I played it. I actually remember my friend let me borrow his PS3 so that I could play it, and I played it for, like, three days straight, and gave it back to him, I was like, wow, that was really fun, and, uh, few years later when i played it again i was like i can ne- i can never play this game again this game is just it's too too long um, yeah, yeah it's too much strangling too <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: no they kidding. they are long i give you that i i, uh, I typically don't m- mind it in a game that's cinematic especially naughty dog cuz they they do a really good job of like not really giving you an opportunity to to get up off your seat, right? There's not, like, a chapter break or, like, anything. It's just, like, action, action, action. Like, it's really hard to be like, okay, now I'm I'm going to stop. But that they do go on for a while. I was looking at movies from 2013, and all I see is, like, The Wolf of Wall Street. And then I realized uh, maybe I just stopped watching movies around this time. I did. Uh, Prisoners <laughs> came out in 2013. That's a fantastic movie that's quite unsung. Hmm. I, I hadn't seen a lot of others that are listed here, so... This is when I become officially old man who doesn't watch things that are new in
2: 2013. Yeah, well, that's welcome to my world. Yeah, Um, yeah, in 2013, that's when I started Snus Drunk. So that Mm. was uh, September 2013 was the first video on Top Gear, Top Gear 2, and Top Gear 3000. And I made that really lame, predictable joke about skipping 2,997
0: top gears to get to top gear 3000 oh, you know in 2013 was a hell of a joke man no one was out no <laughs> one was out there doing year skipping jokes uh it's weird going back to that stuff but um yeah i hate yeah, that's the I reason was, i hate my old videos is because i'm like god that's wasn't even funny at the time i don't know why the, the delivery yeah, was I, yeah,
2: that's exa- exactly exactly yeah, read yeah. better than <laughs> than it came out
0: yeah it's um i don't know yeah man. i
2: was gearing up i was gearing up to move to uh new mexico at the time. So. I was going to. I was kind of in my early stages of preparing, and uh, the channel ended up just kind of coinciding with that. So, and then uh, the next year, I
0: moved to New Mexico, and that was that's where I am right now. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool indeed. I actually moved uh, to the house I live in now in 2013. So we were all moved, we were all nice. we are all making big life changes in 2013. We did it.
1: Wait, wait yeah. what, what else we, was we, I doing? I, was, I don't
0: know. I didn't you said you were a, Kind of a, being a big piece of shit. I don't know.
1: Hey, that's not what I said. I said a piece of garbage. All right.
0: Oh, <laughs> right. I forget. Yeah.
1: How, d- how dare off, you? Man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm walking off this show right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> slam down your mic. <laughs> That'd be
1: awesome.
0: Uh, but I think that's going to wrap us up. Mike, you're a great guest. Thanks so much for coming to hang out. It took us a little bit to, to wrangle the schedule to get you on here, but you're welcome back anytime.
1: Oh really? I'll be back next. No, I'm just kidding. I won't be back. Please, next week. please <laughs> hop on.
0: No, it's fine. If, you, if that's what you want to do, you got to get you up. We got to get you up to yeah, seventeen. Man.
1: No, I, I. Yeah.
2: Thanks, I, thanks for taking the time. We really appreciate it. You're always a blast to talk to.
1: I love you guys. You know, anytime <laughs> you guys want anything, I mean, even background music, if you guys need it, I got you. I mean, you guys don't need to advertise this. You don't need to put this. <laughs> I was, uh,
0: I was pretty serious about that email jingle uh god
1: yeah, i'll make it i'll make it hell yeah. yeah we
0: we need we
2: we need like yeah if we could have like fanfare for when we have top five lists like that's another oh, f- thing we could use so we can like pipe those in mm-hmm. like yeah just some sure. sort of like you know mario sound effect i don't know you want like a mario one i was effect. just gonna
1: come down like i was like in, like, a giant robot, just not, not like, oh, yeah, not like this is drawn or anything. Top five! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Number
2: five! Number four! You go, go, like, full FM radio DJ, like, 1990s, <laughs> where you've got, like, all these, like, smash edits, and, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: SNESaholics! 93.7 The
2: Edge, <laughs> and you hear,
0: like, clips of, like, Soul Asylum, <laughs> and <laughs> C- Candlebox, and, it's like, oh, anyway. Sness- guy in the nest douche like something like that
1: <laughs> yeah but it's nest dog in the, in the nest
0: <laughs> nest friend. yeah uh
1: but yeah no I, I always like i always appreciate you guys inviting me to stuff and um i hope we can hang out more often
0: yeah let's do it let's uh if we if if we all agree to go to another mag Fest, we'll we'll spend some time but until then that has been Another Drunk Friend podcast. You can find more podcasts on our network, which is the Polymedia Network. You can find those uh, uh, Tales of Lesser Mediums, the Poly Kills, the Indie Quest, uh, Uncle Doug's DVD bin, uh, Point Drink Adventure, and more. There's more. Go check it out. Um, please send an email like you like uh, Anonymous at, at AOL did. You could do that. Drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a we have a subreddit. If you still use Reddit, if you if you use the Reddit app, you can you can access it that way. Um, also, I do want to uh, shout out that August nineteenth and and twentieth. Uh, the mm. three of us will be uh, per, uh participating in the uh, this year's Polymedia charity stream, twenty four hours. So it's uh, August nineteenth to the twentieth, noon to noon Eastern. Uh, we got. We'll have times posted soon, but very cool guy, Mike. He'll be, I, I like to put him right there at around midnight. That's when he's, that's when he's awesome. That's oh, when yeah. he's his best. It's when, it's he's, when I'm it, awake. And that's <laughs> when he's awake. That's also, that's the, I mean, let's be honest. Midnight is like the sexiest and spookiest hour. So it's a no better that's time right. to have you yeah. on. So uh, everyone mark your calendars for that. We'd love to see you come out and support the bit by bit foundation um, and, and do some, we'll do some good things there. Oh, uh,
2: and if you're not interested in sending an email, it's not a big deal. Just give us a rating and review of your podcast app of
0: your choice, and that'll help us have big time. Yeah, you can find us on social media on Twitter. I'm at Traplace uh, that's also Instagram. Alex also uh, over there at Snest Drunk. You can
1: find very cool guy Mike at very cool guy Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah you got all
2: those on all, on, all, on the, all the platforms. Uh, everything.
1: You can also find me at uh, Target, local Target, uh, shopping for <laughs> cookies. I'm sorry. Anyway.
2: Damn straight. <laughs> uh, the track you hear was composed by our friend Kulor and is called Electric Star Bounce. You can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. And a shout out to Josh Leslie for our thirst... For a th- thirst quenching logo, Ooh. if it's not Josh Leslie, it's thirst quenching that gets Man, me. You almost got two. It's <laughs> so tough. It's it's seriously like doing like an Olympic vault. Like <laughs> when I when I come to this part, I, I seriously imagine like Carrie Strug, <laughs> like doing like some sort of like or like Simone Biles, like doing some crazy flips on the on the vault, and I just
0: can't hit it. It's too complex. Man, you almost earned yourself two slightly oh. soiled Cheesecake Factory <laughs> gift cards.
1: That's all right. That's all right. I'll treat both of you guys to Cheesecake Factory. It's all right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's
0: what it's all about right there. Yeah. The
1: track you hear was
0: composed by our friend Coolor, and it's called Electric Star Bounce. I'm gonna use. I'm reading your shit now. Uh, why did I do that? Uh, be sure to catch us on YouTube, and thanks for listening.
2: Thought you
0: wanted one of those gift cards. I, and did. I did. I was you trying hope you to give you a me. great rest of your day. <laughs>